0: I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me. I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me. And I'm one with the Force. Welcome to the Dharma of the Force, a podcast about the spiritual and philosophical side of Star Wars. If that puts you off, it's just words. And if you think that's all a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, even better. We cannot widen our horizon and grow by never challenging what we believe, and we should always be suspicious of those who tell us what to believe. In some Buddhist traditions, listening to Dharma talks is a spiritual practice. It's not meant to give answers per se. It's an exercise in looking at questions and elaborating on them and finding the truth within yourself. So in that spirit, let us look at today's topic. The portrayal of Jedi in the High Republic. Okay, I admit, I haven't read all the High Republic publications yet, and I'm currently a little bit behind. But I have read most of the initial releases, and there's something that sort of always bugged me. The High Republic is supposed to portray the Jedi in their prime, and what we see in The Phantom Menace is the Jedi at their worst when it comes to arrogance and hubris. Now here's something I find to be odd when we look at how the Jedi are portrayed. First let's examine how the Jedi look at the time when they're supposed to have lost the way. Yoda, Obi-Wan and even May's window are wearing rather plain robes. The kind of robes you would expect from a warrior monk. When you observe how simple monks of many worldly religions dress when they have pretty much renounced worldly possessions, there are a lot of parallels. Franciscan monks wear simple robes and a rope as belt. Many Buddhist monks even shave their heads to reject any notion of vanity related to hairstyles and such. So far it checks out with the Jedi. The belt or obi in Japanese. Serves a utilitarian function. The plain robes are kept in muted colors to symbolize their connection with the earth. If anything, Anakin is the odd one out, but obviously he is not the paragon of a perfect Jedi. Many people agree, Qui-Gon was. And we see the same humbleness in his style. Earthy colors and an even pious rejection of wealth as shown by his shabby poncho. Even the belt buckle is plain and functional. His boots are the Star Wars equivalent of working boots. Now, if we look at how the Jedi and the High Republic are being portrayed, that doesn't seem to fit in my opinion. I get why they do it, the thought behind it is clearly some sort of reference to Arthurian legends and the noble knights, but that's not at all what the Jedi were. There's a lot of gold and shiny embroidered frills everywhere. They display a level of vanity that doesn't fit the Jedi. That's in my opinion not how warrior monks truly devoted to the teachings of the force would dress. This display of wealth would be considered vulgar and a distraction and symbolize nothing the Jedi stand for. I admit my criticism might be premature and it is exactly what they had in mind, the time when the wave breaks and the Jedi lose their way. But why would the Jedi at the time of the prequel trilogy dress more in line with their belief than those celebrated peak Jedi before them? That just doesn't add up for me. I know it's just, in quotation marks, a multimedia project like Shadows of the Empire, and as such, maybe be canon, as long as there are no movies or TV series, but I still think it's a huge miss. I know, every time you point a finger at someone else, there are three pointing back at me, and every criticism gives insight into the mindset of the critic. I admit, I'm worried. The core of the Jedi lore is sacred to me because of its origins and universality. It could be something that gives us a moral compass and teaches us humbleness and compassion. But as such it is important to lead by example. That is the one thing I repeat at work all the time. I expect every lead in my team to be a beacon of light to guide, support and nurture their team members and not be a bad I am the boss leader. It's do as I do, not do as I say. And I have said it before, but by turning the Jedi into superheroes who suddenly can fly or ignoring these tiny but very important aspects, you lose credibility. Maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill, but we have all seen in recent history what difference it can make to have someone who respects the origins. I love the sequel trilogy, there is a lot of powerful stuff in there and I will surely talk about it in detail at some point, but there is a reason why The Mandalorian has been such a success. Maybe also because it didn't touch these spiritual aspects that much and explored other parts of Star Wars. But all things said, I'm confident that Star Wars will continue to be handed over to writers and authors who understand the right balance between new things and reference for the source material. We must persevere, and in time, a new hope will emerge. If you want to support me or this podcast, don't send money. I don't have a Patreon. Find a charity of your choosing and donate. And do yourself a favor and switch off your phone, disconnect, and just sit in silence for a few minutes. Close your eyes and breathe. Just breathe.